0: RadioMD, RadioMD.com, emergency physician, TV personality, speaker, and writer. She's Dr. Lee. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Uh, My next topic, something that I am very interested in, and I think a very important question. You know, my show's health from the outside in, and I feel uh, that where feeling good starts with looking good and the things that we can actually do on the outside uh, can actually help make us healthier on the inside so my next guest Dr. Robert Cohn he's a diplomat of the American Board of Plastic Surgery and the medical director for the Scottsdale Center of Plastic Surgery so welcome Dr. Cohn thanks for being on the show
1: Hi, thank you so much.
0: (laughs) So what's interesting, and I've always, you know, kind of said this, and um, I'm sure some people will say, oh my God, she's so narcissistic, but uh, you know, it's like I don't exercise. So my heart is healthy. Really? I exercise, you know, so I look good in my jeans (laughs) and I've always said that my uh, low blood pressure and uh, good heart parameters were just kind of the collateral damage. Of what I do <laughs> uh, for the outside, um, and that I think it—it's true. There was a Danish study that came up recently and said people that looked older than their stated age actually were older on the inside too, and they didn't have as healthy heart parameters and things. So, as a plastic surgeon, what do you say about that?
1: I, I mean, I totally agree with that. I think that you know how you feel on the outside and look on the outside can sometimes reflect how you're feeling on the inside and where I see a lot of issues are patients who have a discrepancy. They sort of feel one way but then they look in the mirror and they they look a different way and if there's that discrepancy there it can be very troubling for them. Um, I think a, like a great example would be somebody who's had multiple pregnancies and the, their body has changed in ways that they can't fix on their own and all of a sudden their breasts are droopier or their stomach is saggier and they feel like they should be healthy but they don't look that way anymore and like you were saying, it can be motivating or demotivating. So if you're going to the gym and you're not seeing improvement because you have loose skin, for example, it can be very hard to to stay on that health program because you're not seeing the benefits, whereas somebody who has a surgery where it really tightens the skin and fixes things so that they can get continued improvement will actually be more motivated to go to the gym and work out, watch their diet better, um, stop smoking, all the things that make us healthier as people. But sometimes the, the physical appearance can be one of the driving forces behind that.
0: Yeah. But now what do you say um, to detractors or people, you know, there's, you know, a fine line when, you know, you see these people that are just overboard with their plastic surgery or they're trying to look like somebody else. I mean, how do you make that distinction with your patients um, about who's doing it for the right reasons and what are the right reasons?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, for sure, you know, you need to, keep things in moderation, <clears throat> just like anything else in life. So plastic surgery is not really meant to make people look weird or abnormal. And I think we get some you know, celebrity examples or, or things of that nature where people say, oh, look at that person, I never want to look like that. Um, but in reality, the vast majority of people who are coming in to have plastic surgery with me are just normal, regular people who just want to look better or look more normal. So in some cases, they're going from more of an abnormal state back to normal, for example, post-pregnancy damage or weight loss, things of that nature. Uh, or for example, men who have gynecomastia, which is excess tissue in the chest, which makes them feel very self-conscious. And you have some people who look pretty good, but they just want to look better. But it's all about keeping things looking natural, looking normal, and uh, not going overboard.
0: So I think uh, you know,
1: once I have a chance to discuss the surgery with patient, I get a sense of what their goals are, make sure their goals are realistic. Usually the um, things turn out really nicely. Patients are very happy, and they look they look like regular people. They don't look like extreme examples of plastic surgery
0: mm And then what so what do you tell people, how do you identify what should your goals be with regard to plastic surgery?
1: Well, I and mean, that's actually a kind of a tricky question and and it's sort of an individual you know person right. by person basis, so that's the reason why it's really important to go to an experienced board certified plastic surgeon because they're going to look at you, listen to what your goals are, and they'll know what's possible with plastic surgery and give you a, re- a realistic explanation of what to expect. So you know, if somebody comes into my office and they have a droopy breast and they're sort of an A cup and they want to be a C cup and have things tightened up, I'll explain how that can happen and what to expect, make sure their goals are realistic. You know, if somebody comes in and they want to have like a double H cup and they, they want 800 CC implants and they're 5 feet tall and 90 pounds, I'm not going to operate on that patient because clearly that surgery is going to not only make them look worse, but it's going to damage their tissues and uh, I'll try to redirect what they want to a more mm-hmm. realistic level and if they're not hearing what I'm having to say, then they're not the proper person to operate on
0: so and it's it do you think it's a relatively rare i mean these obsessed people you know they people talk about dysmorphic disorder mm-hmm. i mean is that relatively rare with respect to most of the people that come in to see you yes
1: i would say that every once in a while i'll have somebody come in who is truly body dysmorphic where I'll actually have a conversation with them and say, look, I think what you're seeing is different than what everybody else is seeing. And I think that surgery is not the answer. You probably need to speak with a therapist or figure out what the root cause of your dissatisfaction is because it's not physical. And if you try to treat um, like a self-esteem issue that has psychological roots with physical surgery, they're still not going to be happy afterwards and sometimes they'll even be less happy. So there was actually a study uh, out of uh, uh, a Swiss study out of the University of Basel in in two thousand and fifteen uh, that studied five hundred and fifty patients and they showed ninety six percent satisfaction rate after a year with their self esteem and everything like that, and that small percentage of patients that weren't happy were patients who had unrealistic expectations and, and that wasn't really addressed properly by the surgeon preoperatively. So if you can kind of, and one of the things about being an experienced plastic surgeon, you start to, you read people very quickly, is is there, are their goals realistic? Are there, is the driving force behind the surgery, their idea, is somebody else pushing them to do surgery? And you start to figure all this stuff out during your conversations and make sure that you operate on people who you think you can really help and you make sure that people who aren't going to be helped by surgery, you sort of redirect towards the appropriate therapist or, or whatever lifestyle changes that, that will make them happy.
0: Hmm. So if somebody is coming in with a picture of somebody else, I mean, it sounds to me like you're saying, you know, you want to optimize the best person you could be. Exactly. But if you're coming in with a picture like, you know, give me a Kard- you know, Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian's
1: behind
0: or right. something else like that, that, that's a cl- clue to you that maybe.
1: It would be. It would be. Uh, it depends on the situation. If somebody brings in a picture to say, you know, I, I like this as just an idea of where I want to go, mm-hmm. that can be helpful as a communication tool. But if somebody says, I want to look, I want my nose to look like this, or I want my body part to look like that that's not a realistic way of approaching surgery. Um, although I have to say it's it's extremely rare that I have somebody come in with photos of celebrities or, or saying, I want to look like Kim Kardashian. And most patients just, the, at least from, from my patients that, that I see, they come in saying, you know, I want to look like a better version of myself, you know, and that's thankfully a, a much more realistic way to approach surgery.
0: Mm-hmm. So have you noticed um, lately too, are people um, putting off surgery? What about, and I know a lot of, plastic surgeons are doing some of these temporizing measures as well as dermatologists. We only have a minute, but should you be like putting off your facelift, trying these other lasers, all therapy, whatever, or, you know, how do you know when's the time to go for the facelift?
1: I mean, it kind of depends on the the patient and the anatomy. So again, I I am a sort of a believer sometimes that less is more. And if you can get away with non-invasive stuff to start with, like Botox or or skincare, that's a good way to start rather than jumping straight into surgery. And at certain points, those uh, modalities won't be as effective for you anymore, and you do need surgery. But uh, again, it all comes down to seeing an experienced surgeon who can help to assess how how each treatment will help you, because obviously putting a lot of money into non-invasive techniques, if it's not going to fix what's bothering you, that's a waste of money and time for you. But if you're somebody who can get away with pushing surgery down a little bit and uh, having some improvement with less invasive techniques, that might be something that, that you like to do to keep your risk lower and, and give you a little bit longer period of time before you start down that path. So so it's really a very individual very individual thing. Surgery needs to be uh, based on each particular patient, evaluated very carefully by, by the surgeon that they're seeing.
0: Hmm. And um, just one minute left, but mm-hmm. most patients, um, do you think they're coming younger now than they used to be? Is there anything wrong with that?
1: Um, No, I I, I think uh, some patients are coming in earlier for things like Botox and, uh, you know, depending on the location, it may change too. I have a practice in Scottsdale, Mm -hmm. Arizona, I also have a practice in Santa Monica and, and, you know, the different areas you'll see patients maybe uh, liking a little bit more natural look or having a little bit more, uh, you know, looking smoother. So you have to kind of uh, work on your patients based on the the sort of environment and what what they're looking for.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. That's great advice. This is the Dr. Lee Van Show, Health from the Outside In, where feeling good starts with looking good. Stay tuned.